Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Jared Saltalamacchia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. When, you know, we, we were talking about the Yankees earlier, and obviously the Soto trade or whatever. And this is what people want to know about, you know, when the, when the team gets guys or the rumored guys. Um, right. Who is who is the guy? Anytime you trade Juan Soto, you better be get. I don't care if he has a year left or whatever. You better be getting back something. Like you had mentioned, this is the first Soto trade with the Nationals. The Nationals did well on that, right? I mean, I thought they did pretty well. It, it seemed like they did pretty well. I mean, C.J. Abrams really came into his own this year. Mackenzie Gore, I don't think he's hitting his ceiling, but he's like a legit guy. James Wood took a step back, but you could still make a case he's a top 10 prospect in the game. So, like, they got a lot of different options in a way that yeah. they needed if they were going to trade Juan Soto. So, who were for the Yankees? When the rumor names in the Yankees should people in San Diego be excited about? Yeah, I mean, the number one guy is Drew Thorpe. Uh, Drew Thorpe was our minor league pitching prospect of the year last year, purely based on stats. This isn't based off stuff, but he had a 2.52 ERA at high A and double A. Struck out 182 batters in 139 in the third innings. I mean, he it was getting whiffs left and right. He got actually better in terms of numbers when he went from high A to double A. So he handled that jump with a plum. His best pitch is his changeup. It's arguably the best changeup in minor league baseball right now. Really? Uh, the way. Oh. Yeah, it's it's real good. We gave it a 65 grade on the 2080 to scale. We it might go up to 70 by the time we do our mid or our off season update. It's really special and it helps because he's not a huge velo guy. Even in college, he was kind of 89, 92. But the way he plays off that changeup and has a really good slider and throws strikes, you hope he's a number three. I think there's a potential for him to even be a number two. 
uh, mm-hmm. if it all comes together, the way his trajectory has gone so far. And he was a second round pick. This is, wasn't like a huge, big name coming out of the draft in 2022, but he's, he's really taken off. And the Padres, you add him to a mix with Robbie Snelling, uh, Dylan Lesko, uh, you know, those are three top 100 arms right now. A lot of clubs would love to have three pitchers in a top 100 discussion. And this is, and we've talked about this before, the, the art of building up prospects and where, you know, maybe flawed and getting in them uh, involved in trades. The Yankees have been very, very good at this, you know, in, in recent years. I mean, they've had some guys who've panned out, but a lot of guys who, yeah, oh, you could never give up that guy, and then they don't do anything. Just right. I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking of guys. But but this, but this, when it comes to Drew Thorpe, it's like this guy, by all accounts, this is as close as you're going to get to, like, not a lot of room for error here. Yeah, I mean, he's a major league starter. You never know. Like, I, he threw a lot of innings this year, 139 and a third innings in his first full season. You never know when guys are going to break down. That seems to be durable, and that would seem to build him towards potentially like 160 innings next year if he's already put on this workload. Um, but I, I feel comfortable saying he's going to be a major league starter. And you don't say that a lot for guys, even in the top 100. All right. The last thing, Sam, is we were talking about this before, but people – one, you know, the other trade that's happened involving minor leagues is Verdugo trade. Uh, you have three, well, two and a half really minor leaguers because you have one guy who is up and down. Um, you have Fitz, right. is Richard Fitz, who is perceived as the centerpiece. And then you have a kid that was just drafted last year, who was six eight, and a ball of clay, as Craig Breslow said, which, you know, I guess that's a compliment. Right. <laughs> um, just your overall take on these guys. Yeah, I, I you know, I go back to what we were talking about before, Robin, in terms of Craig Breslow comes from a pitching background, obviously being a major league pitcher, but also a pitching development background with the Cubs. Um, I think he's identified what a lot of us have identified in the prospect community. The Red Sox have a decent farm system. They have some interesting guys for sure. Roman Anthony, Marcelo Meyer. Arms aren't there. You know, since they graduated Bayo, there's not really that one guy who you look at and be like, okay, this is a future rotation piece for the Boston Red Sox. Um, and I think Breslow's might just be in the mindset of like, let's get as many arms in as we can. I know how to develop these guys. And the more arms we get, the more lottery tickets we get. So Richard Fitz became their number 10 prospect in our list. Yep. That's the second highest arm on the list behind Wickelman Gonzalez. Um, it, you know, So it says something about taking from the Yankees who have so many of these guys who were number four, number five guys. And he immediately is a top 10 prospect for the Sox. He's got a good fastball, good slider and throw strikes kind of average changeup. So you see the, the things coming together there of a potential, like I said, number four, well, number let, five. Let, let me ask you about that. So if yeah. you, so if you look at fits from the outside and you right. say, you say six foot three looks like a starting pitcher. Um, good strikeout rate, pretty good fastball, voted best command in in the Eastern League. Um, numbers are great, best pitcher in the Eastern League, would some some would say in terms of results. What is the thing? What is the thing holding him back that universally almost everybody's saying, well, his ceiling's like back of the rotation starter? Yeah, I mean, you'd ideally like him to have two above average pitches. It's one thing to get swing and miss at double A. 
Um, it's one thing to throw strikes at double A. It's another what happens when you go to triple A and guys aren't chasing your your slider that's above average. Um, you know, you would you would like him to have a true plus slider, and I don't think he necessarily has that. Or you would like him to have an above average changeup to add to those other two. He doesn't quite have that. It's you know, you look at guys who are even three starters, number three starters in the major leagues, they have three pitches that they can really go to. Fitz has that. It's just he's missing that really one that you can get super, super excited about. Um, so that's that's kind of what's holding him back for me. And I think if you look at the Yankees last year, I know they have a bunch of arms, but if he was that good, mm. he wouldn't have spent the whole year at double A. Mm. Like they kept him at double A all season long. They never gave him that chance at triple A that he probably deserved by the end of the season. That That's telling in itself as well. All right. Good stuff. All right. Like once again, educating young minds. I appreciate that. We will we will reference you a million times over the next 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 two months. Um, but thanks, Sam. Always uh, always awesome stuff. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Rob. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field, and then I uh, I look over at my dad, and I I realize that in the silence between us that. Something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.